welcome to Conspiracy Pill, the mostly hinged conspiracy podcast. I'm Abby Libby. I'm here with my co-host PJ. What's up, PJ? Not much. How you doing, Abby? I'm I'm good. I uh, I heard that you invited some like crazy friend of yours from TikTok to like come on here and tell us some weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very excited for this show. So we've had a, we've had a couple of uh, deep dives into some dark places lately, and I thought it would be super fun uh, this episode to have Maddie Ice Rants over from TikTok on to tell us about his conspiracy board and the uh, is Trump a time traveler conspiracy, which leads into a whole lot of stuff. So we're gonna have him on. We're gonna have a very interesting conversation. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff there, go uh, guys. So I'm excited for this one. Uh, do you have anything else you had uh, wanted to say before we bring Maddie over here and just dive into it? Did you tell him we were supposed to be mostly hinged? I didn't. I think this one. We'll see. We'll see. This might get a little unhinged. We'll see. Uh, right, but you know it. what? Maybe we'll we'll see how it goes. But maybe we'll save the super unhinged stuff like we always do for the Rumble section. So if you guys want to join us at the end of the section that you're going to get on YouTube, on Odyssey, Twitch, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, and the stuff that you if you're listening to this later in your car or whatever, um, you don't get the full show there either. So you can come over to Rumble and get the full show where we kind of get to chat with the audience and get a little unhinged. And also the other way you can get it if you are an audio only listener is to go to conspiracypill.locals.com. If you're on Rumble, you can see the little red button there that lets you you find that link. And uh, we'll have the full audio podcast there with the Rumble stuff for everybody who wants to listen. And you don't even have to pay for the $5 a month subscription, which we appreciate and it helps us out. Uh, but you can get that part for totally for free if you guys want to come over to uh, Locals and check that out. Um, that's my little rant for the day. Let's let's bring Maddie on. Let's I got to move some stuff around and get him back on the screen. Elroy in the chat says, who needs, hin- who needs hinges? Who needs hinges? <laughs> Maddie, what is going hey, on, man? How you doing? I'm all right. And yeah, I'm the crazy guy that lives in a cabin and talks about time travel. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm sure for people who are watching, they can see the uh, the wall behind you. That's pretty interesting stuff you got going on there. I heard yeah, this was going to be the case. So I almost covered mine up because mine is just pitiful in comparison. It's a start. This yeah. is true. Yeah, Abby Abby created that murder board or conspiracy board, whatever people call it, uh, at the beginning of the podcast. She's been adding to it every week. So, it, you know, it just means we just got to keep doing this podcast a little bit longer. We'll make that thing look uh, pretty intense. You're going to have to cover that whole wall at some point. I know. Oh, you can do it. Easy. <laughs> well, the problem is my cats get and they knock down the pins and then I hear them going off across the kitchen floor in the middle of the night. So. Yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. Yep. So how did how did you get started with the yeah. with the Donald Trump as a, a time traveler conspiracy theory? It actually got started in January of 2021. I saw a random video on TikTok just talking about the Baron Trump books, which were written in eight uh, yeah 1888 and 1893, and they accurately depict the events of Donald Trump's presidency. Um, the main character's name is Baron Trump. He is a young boy that has a mentor named Don or the boss or the master of everything, who is a rich man that lives on Fifth Avenue in New York City. He runs for president, uh, gets elected. But since he's an outsider, nobody wanted him to be president. There's riots and um, protests. And then his supporters riot Four are killed. And he is silenced when he pleads his case by the Speaker of the House. 
not only all of those little correlations, but his advisor's name is Pence and his uh, Baron's dog is named Bolger. And in the, um, in the, wait. And in the uh, books, it's Patton or the other way around, but General Patton was at the Battle of the Bulge. That's so there's <laughs> another correlation there. Somebody made a, uh, a website that lists all of the correlations between those books and the Donald Trump presidency, and it's massive. So yeah. I read them, and it does correlate. So I want to know how time travel is possible <laughs> yeah, this... or how, how they could have uh, obtained it. Yeah. So this is this is already crazy. Like when I had first I've heard a few people kind of cover this and they seem to really half ass and they're like, oh, there's a book with Baron Trump and there's a guy named Don and he becomes president. And like that's as far as a lot of the TikToks I've seen go. Some of the podcasts I've listened to are either even like that shallow and they don't go anywhere with it. Um, and even just in the first minute, you're already making way more connections than a lot of people have. Obviously, you've done a lot more than that with the board behind you. So when you first heard this, you just made a TikTok on it like, OK, someone suggested this. This sounds like something fun. And then it just spiraled from there. Yeah, I made the first TikTok that got over like 200,000 views that night about this. And then almost immediately my account was banned. And I've been playing like a cat and mouse game with TikTok ever since. And recently, it was in August, I just randomly came across a 4chan thread on, uh, on the internet describing a timeline and a scenario of what's going on including these books it made no sense but then i dug into it and it's plausible and it's plausible um but how it goes is you've got these books that were written in 1890s and then you've got nikola tesla and he of course did all the research on teleportation time travel um time jumping different timeline shifts all sorts of craziness and he died in 1943 and John Trump, John G. Trump, Donald Trump's uncle was working as a professor in at MIT at the time and was put in charge of all of Nikola Tesla's unfinished work, all of his theories, all of his um, inventions that he was trying to make and just cataloging it and, you know, boxing it up for the uh, for the FBI. So. That's how Donald Trump could have come in contact with this information. Yeah, but I don't know. I still don't know who was the one that went back in time. They might have just sent information back in time. Okay, so this is interesting because Nikolai Tesla comes up in a lot of conspiracy stuff. Um, and what what is what's I, so I know you kind of said the correlation between Donald uh, Donald Trump's uncle, but what is the correlation with Nikolai Tesla in, inventing time travel? Was there like wasn't there some? Uh, some documents where he had theorized on it and well, if time travel exists, it's always existed. So he might've found a way to access it, but with, uh, he was just incredibly smart. Um, people believe that he was an alien of sorts or an alien hybrid. And there's even, uh, I believe it's an FBI document in Tesla's file that says he is from Venus or somewhere. And he was dropped off by Martians. But with all this declassification and data dumps and all that kind of stuff, wouldn't they put just utter bullshit in there just to throw people off the real trail? I wonder that sometimes, too. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's there's an FBI file on Bigfoot that says he's deceased. So it, well, there's it, another <laughs> one that says he's still alive. 
and that they have to send the special forces Navy SEALs after them every once in a while. That's a fun theory. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. We haven't done the Bigfoot stuff yet, but I'd like to at some point. But I, I read one recently. I was I think I might make a TikTok on this. It's shorter little bit of a shorter one, but it was basically like there's a certain section of the FBI files that are for deceased individuals and Bigfoot's files in there. And then it has something to do with a guy who sent supposed hairs of Bigfoot to the FBI to have them tested. And I don't think it ever says it what they came up with, just that he sent them like Bigfoot DNA. And that's that's as far as it says in the file. Well, now I'm going to go down into the rabbit trail. <laughs> we'll, get, so, we'll get into a lot of rabbit trails. Abby's got a question, though. Sorry. Back to back to Tesla. So my understanding of him, and it's not it's not big. It's not a lot. Is that like Ben Franklin kind of got into us into electricity and all of technology has really been circling around a certain way of thinking. Thomas Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson was trying with had a contract or had an energy company and he didn't want Nikola Tesla's um what do you call it the Tesla coil basically right. mm-hmm. that would uh transfer energy wirelessly because there would be no way to track it and it'd be free energy for the entire world and that doesn't make anybody money so Jefferson wasn't interested in it the financial backers weren't interested in it they actually blew up his tower um so nobody would be able to recreate it interesting so and okay what i'm thinking with ben franklin is the the, the, key. Kind of the key thing so mm-hmm. you have jefferson and this whole kind of conception of energy that revolves around electricity so even when you have some other form of energy like wind you're still creating electricity is right the there's got to be a way to power the um to create the energy for the electricity so it's either water you know um wind yeah gas coal that's, what, that's where a lot of electric car people, I think, lose me is it's like it doesn't come from unicorn farts. You know what I mean? Like your, your electric right. car is probably a coal powered car in most cases. So it, something with, is creating that electricity. Tesla is the idea that he's in a completely different world that's not electric based. It's not AC and DC. No, it's no, totally no. Different. Um, it's just wirelessly transferred. Okay. So it's still electricity. It's just yes. a different. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So and also uh, Tesla was friends with Mark Twain, who wrote a book called A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. And the guy in that is also elected to a position called the boss, the boss. And they blow up a tower uh, using lightning. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just, there's so many different directions I want to go with this and I'm trying to like keep things. Uh, the lightning thing is interesting because you got into some, some, uh, back to the future stuff, right? Or is that where you're going with this or, uh, yeah, back to to the future. There's too many correlations, right? Like all three movies have correlations back to either Tesla or the actual timeline, like the, uh, the Hill Valley uh, town square, looks exactly like Dealey Plaza where JFK was shot. The um, position, the, um, the lightning strike is exactly where his car was on the street. Um, there's actually a bust of uh, JFK in the window of one of the shops between uh, Lyndon B. Johnson and, um, and Nixon. And he is the only one that has a bust, the actual full head. The other two are just pictures. So mm-hmm. why is there a movie back to the future Two came out, 1122 of 89 which was the day that uh the anniversary of jfk's assassination and took place in a reenactment 
of the assassination, just in a different form. So one, that's weird. Right. But two, there's so many 9-11 correlations between it with the Lone Pines or the Twin Pines Mall that becomes Lone Pines Mall. And when it's Twin Pines Mall, Marty arrives at the mall at 1.16 a.m. And you flip that upside down, it's 9-11. And then there's, there is a literal terrorist attack in the movie. Yep. And then the when Twin he comes Pine back mall, from yeah. the past, it is now Lone Pine Mall. And we have the One World Trade Center now. So that's weird. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and also in that movie or in the number three movie, Doc writes a letter from 1885 that reaches Marty at 1955. There are books that were written in 1888 that <laughs> could be a message to somebody. Yeah, yeah, the, the, man, this stuff is so crazy. I'm just trying to think of like which, <laughs> which avenue. North Arrow Coffee in the comments says, I just lost a hinge. <laughs> yeah, oh, it gets worse. It gets way worse. So my I'm challenge trying to figure this is that I have a framework in my mind where I can put aliens. I have a framework where I can put it's there. ghosts. I have all of that framework for most of the conspiracy theories. Time travel has never fit for me. So this it is never has for me either. That's why I had to dig into it because I've, I'm, like I said, if it if it exists, it always existed, right. and there's got to be other instances that are as concrete as this. Right. Yeah. So going back right. to the, the time travel thing though with Tesla, you said uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name, John Trump, right? Which is Donald Trump's John uncle. Trump. Okay, so he was he was sent to look at Tesla's old stuff, and one of the things I was told is he was sent to look at his papers on time travel. And he basically said, it's all theoretical. There's not a lot of concrete stuff here. He didn't build a time machine. And the theory mm-hmm. kind of goes, well, of course you would say that if you found that Nikolai Tesla had stumbled upon time travel, and then you would take that for yourself. So yeah, let's look at the board here. So what do we got? He died in 1943. That's the same year that the Philadelphia experiment took place, which is teleportation. Right. That's interesting. Um, but right after he died, in 1953, there's MK Ultra Operation Mockingbird, Project Looking Glass is the big one. Uh, that actually took place in 1961. So, I, I, okay, I want to pause on that one because we've done episodes on MK Ultra, uh, Monarch, things like that. People can go back and watch them if they're, if they're curious about those subjects. But what is Project Looking Glass? And I, I, I know, but I want to ask for a few reasons. I don't know. So, okay. It is a literal way to look into either the future or the past <laughs> on a basically a TV screen. Hmm. Right. It's a, like a big mirror type thing that you can dial in a certain way to get to a certain point in time in a certain part of the world and observe it in the past. That's actually the chrono visor, which is what the Catholic church has. Um, All right. So I want to pause. I want to pause there. Real looking quick. Glass. Yeah, I want to I want to pause there because when I, I was going to pull up some notes on a few of the, the subjects that we we're going to talk about tonight. And maybe, you know, this, but this comes into something we've talked about a lot, which is there's a certain way that they stop you from being able to find information. And yep. some of it is memory holding. And some of it is creating names that are the same names as other names. So that way your searches are only going to come up with the one thing. So I'm just going to show this to people real quick. If you go to Google and type in Project Looking Glass, you will only get stuff about an in a, an inactive free software for Linux, Solaris, Solaris and Windows. That is just conveniently. Well, you're using to, Google, aren't you? Well, just for the example, for the example, I'm using Google because if you if you look into Project Looking Loser. Glass, well, you know what I mean. 
But if you look into Project Looking Glass and you're curious about what you're talking about, you're going to have to really dig through places like Google. And I, I'm not sure it's much. I could check DuckDuckGo and see if it's better there, but I, I kind of doubt is. it. Is it? Yeah. I've had some problems with DuckDuckGo this year ever since the whole like. Ukraine you have to be very thing. specific. Right. And you have to go. You, you have to put parentheses around like the person. It's a whole thing. This is what yeah. I hate about DuckDuckGo and FOIA requests. You have to know exactly what you're looking for. So you're right. Actually, DuckDuckGo will show up at the top. It does have the stuff that I was just talking about, the 3D desktop, some de- defunct mm-hmm. p- computer program. But it will show uh, you know, plans for secret government, time travel looking device, things like that. Uh, but it's just an interesting observation I made where it's like they'll name something. Like we, we've uh, There's other things where it's like you want to look into something and it's they name something after another conspiracy and then what you'll only find like the product from apple or whatever it is was named after that and i think it's intentional yeah because people usually will just google it look at the first three if it's not it oh well guess i couldn't find it right sorry not I me to, i didn't mean to cut you off there abby i was just making my point but you were saying i'm looking something. up something real quick yeah so, so anyway. the the sequel to alice's adventures in wonderland it's called Through the Looking Glass, yeah. which was published in 1871. So does that predate or post-date? Predates. So they were already but named the, after something that existed. The Alice in Wonderland stuff also correlates, but okay. it correlates in a different way. Like it's a whole theory unto itself. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I want to go back to the looking glass thing because you were going yeah. down that direction. So you said the Catholic Church started inventing a thing called the chronoglass? Chronovisor. Chronovisor. Okay. And... If you're on DuckDuckGo right now, um, Back to the Future 3, when they're researching in order to send Marty back to the past, he said, well, let's look up to, um, to Doc Brown. Let's look up your family's information. And he goes, oh, we wouldn't be able to find anything because we came at the turn of the century and our family name was Von Braun. So that led me to Werner Von Braun. Like it's, and it's, as soon as you say the name Von Braun, I'm sure a lot of people in chat are going, "Oh yeah, you mean that Nazi scientist that came to America from <laughs> from yeah, uh, he's a Nazi." Yeah. yeah, we talked about him on and, the moon landing episode a little bit. He and a guy named Enrico Fermi mm-hmm. were hired by the Catholic Church to either repair or build a chronovisor for them. Um, it would make sense that the Catholic Church would have had this for probably hundreds of years, if not thousands of years, because that would be an easy way to control the current population by being able to look at the past and interpret the past and change the past. Can you so change you the can past con- through the mirror? Debatable. Um, I don't think you can send solid objects through it, but you could probably get an idea through it. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Okay. I have Basically, so it's just a big right TV. <laughs> What's some okay. of the questions you have, Abby? First of all, I need to understand more about Project Looking Glass. How much evidence we have, like how much confirmation, how theoretical is it? Sorry? It exists. I, it's a CIA project. It's a CIA project that exists. Do, do the files say that they achieved it or that they wanted to? redacted of, of course, course it is of course <laughs> yeah just just from the, the the first thing that pops up on duck duck go you have uh the legend of the chronovisor a time machine hidden in the Va- vatican from the 1960s until the 1990s father pellegrino 
uh, Ernetti claimed that he helped create a time machine called the Chronovisor, which he was, uh, which he used to observe the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. So yeah, and they have pictures of like images on the Chronovisor, but those are those are like Bigfoot photos. You, you can't really tell anything. Sure. Well, yeah. it reminds me of all the like mythology of looking into a bowl of water and seeing something in the future. Come on, scrying. Mm-hmm. Scrying, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so Project Looking Glass existed. What would be the point of trying to build that technology as opposed to trying to build the machine itself? Like, what's the difference? Like an there? actual time machine? Mm-hmm. I don't know if an actual time machine is possible um, because if the Earth is round and we are hurtling through space at 33,000 miles per hour no matter mm. when you put your time or what your date that you want to get to where you're going as soon as you leave that plane of existence mm-hmm. the earth moves so you will just end up in space on probably in the right date probably in the right time but you're just going to be in the middle of space super yeah super dead <laughs> interesting yep. so and then you have decay of decay of rotation so you you're not exactly in the same spot, even if you could figure out how to like. Exactly. Yeah. There's a okay. whole lot of stuff so there. Time machines, like an actual vehicle, probably not a real thing. A Stargate is more likely. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Please continue. I'm caught. Up. Uh, I don't know where I was. Um, Project looking glass. Okay. So we got all these CIA projects that happened right after Nikola Tesla's death. Then we have uh, the JFK assassination. And that brings us to the seventies, but then the eighties is when the movies came out. Then George Bush becomes president. And then George W. Bush becomes president in 2001. And then we've got almost today, but we've got a ton of stuff in between there. Like, uh, I don't know how many of you, uh, my videos you have seen, but I figured out who killed JFK. Yeah, I would like to oh talk gosh, about this Trump. one. It was because, Trump. Trump did it. <laughs> no. I would like to talk about this one because this is something I want to uh, delve into in a future episode because that's to do with the, the, the Bush family, right? Yeah, I can't take credit for this. I think I saw Zeitgeist for the first time in 2007, and they outlined all of this way better than I'm going to. But Prescott Bush, George H. Bush's father, was the VP and director of Union Banking Corporation. And that was, they were found guilty for war profiteering because they financed the Nazis during World War II. And that's an actual thing. The Bush family war profiteering? I can't, I can't imagine this. I I can't even imagine. (laughs) He was found guilty and they, you know, sanctioned all the stuff and whatnot. But also... In 1933, Prescott Bush was involved with what they call the business plot, which was Mm -hmm. a coup to overtake the government and install a national bank. Most people don't know about this. So we did an episode recently about the national bank stuff. But the the what? Sorry, what was it called again? The business plot. The business plot of 1933. This is super fascinating. Do you want to just go into that a little bit or? Yeah, there were a bunch of financial tycoons that wanted to overthrow the government and create a national bank. And they actually got um, generals involved until somebody became a whistleblower. And since they hadn't actually taken any steps to violently overthrow the government, they didn't prosecute them for anything. Like they 
investigated, found out it was true. They're like, hey, man, we won't do it. We won't do it. I promise. And they're like, okay. And that was the end of it. Yeah, it was like Goodyear and uh, GM and the Bush, the Prescott Bush and and Rockefeller, Rockefellers. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Involved yeah, so they in were this. they were trying to install Smedley Butler as dictator. Could be. That's one that somebody it was asking that? in the chat about Smedley Butler. I think the I idea. think that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, overthrow Franklin D. Roosevelt and install yeah. Smedley. Yep. Yep. And oh. Uh, sorry. Oh, by the way, Prescott Bush. And George Bush and George Bush W all went to Yale and were a member of the Skull and Bones fraternity. Of course they were. Which, which the uh, main belief of the Skull and Bones is in a plutocracy, which is the world ruled by the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Right. And they are very wealthy. Um, but the CIA was founded by, I think, six members of the Skull and Bones. Yeah. And George H. Bush before he became the director of the CIA in 1976 claimed to have never been in the CIA. And that's how that works. You know, you're just an oil tycoon and they get offer you the job as the, you know, central intelligence agency director. That doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> um, but he's named a couple times in different memos from uh, J Edgar Hoover to um, uh, other. Uh, oh, in the, um, Oh, man, I'm losing words today. Sorry. He was named in the Watergate scandal. He was named in the JFK assassination. He was in Dallas at the time of the uh, shooting. But, you know, he's from Texas, so that's not weird. (laughs) But he also is a member of the Skull and Bones and I believe had a very heavy hand in the JFK assassination. Along with Nixon and along with E. Howard Hunt. Would not surprise me for sure. And it would make sense that the Bush family would have access to either the information or the possibility of time travel if he was in the CIA in the 50s and 60s, because that's when they were doing all of the experiments on time travel. But there's also a story from Nikola Tesla's notes that he had an assistant in 1934 whose name was George. Um, But in his notes, his last name is Schiff, but he would have been the right age for George H. Bush, and he nicknamed him Curious George because he was always going through his information and creating hijinks and stuff like that. And that was the inspiration for the book Curious George. I had no idea that there was a the inspiration for Curious George came from Tesla. Yep, That's and then the crazy. guy that actually wrote the book and did the illustrations for it, he uh, mysteriously was found dead. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, he was... He was Epstein on the anniversary of um, the the creation of it. I guess there's a whole theory behind that too. Okay, so so wait, the illustrator of Curious George on the anniversary so of the publication on the anniversary of the publication of Curious George. Yeah, mm-hmm. was Epstein also also yep. Rob Rob pointed something out that I was thinking too when you said uh, he was into hijinks and things like that. He says, "Where else do we see hijinks and skull Bohemian and bones Grove. and people named George?" We're, we're talking about yeah the the Bohemian Grove where hijinks is a whole part of it. Where the the whole mo of George Bush besides being super curious and wanting to delve into secrets as, as a CIA member is to be pulling drunken hijinks on his friends. This is something we know from his time at Yale and his involvement in the skull and bones and his involvement with the Bohemian Grove. It sounds incredibly plausible. That's all I'm, I'm going to say is that 
Now, I, I just try and make right sure age. it's plausible and possible. Right. Right. The probable, I mean, you can make that fit however sure. you want. Yeah. But as long as it's plausible, you can think of it and it exists, that's good enough for me. Sure, no. <laughs> oh, we have one other question before we get too far. Go ahead. Uh, John Trump, was he present at the UFO crash in Cape Girardeau, Montana before Roswell? I don't think so because he would have been at MIT. Ah. He would have been in um, Massachusetts, so I don't think so. And I think the Roswell crash was probably um, classified aircraft or of some sort that they didn't want to get out to, you know, national information. I don't okay. think it was alien, but it could have been. I do. I do tend to agree with that. That's when the SR-71 came out, and I think the Archangel came out right around that time, too. Mm-hmm. All right. So also could be a weather balloon. Are you talking, are you talking about? It's always a weather balloon. Which, uh, which? How many weather balloons are there? Which wait? Which conspiracy or which uh, crash? Are we talking UFO crash? Are we talking about Roswell? Roswell nineteen? What was it? Forty seven? Yeah, Roswell is interesting because the conspiracy. Like, <laughs> if you go, we won't have to go into that far. But I was just gonna say, like the the uh, government's official answer is that it was a conspiracy to hide a weather balloon. <laughs> It was a conspiracy to hide something. We know they're hiding something in the interest of national security. It really doesn't matter to me what it was. I just don't want the enemy to have it. (laughs) Yeah. They're basically saying they're they're hiding a a spying device. They're sending these giant balloons up in the sky that could use basically listen in on Russia. So we do that now. We have Zeppelins that are above like in the atmosphere and can hover over a a country and, and look at the entire country and actually have sound listening devices up that high it's pretty interesting yeah yeah well i, I want to get into the russia ukraine stuff that i saw you posting about uh, later on but let's <laughs> you, well, with the, someone... with the, you know abby already mentioned ufos and aliens i'm sure we'll go we'll get there at some point but oh that's an another interesting thing yeah before uh werner von braun died also the um one of the founders of nasa his assistant's name was Carol Rosen. And on his deathbed, he admitted to her that he was part of a plan with the government to create a fake alien invasion to scare the population so they could take over total control. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about Project Bluebeam. Yep. Yeah, so we've talked about Bluebeam uh, and... Oh, man, I'm sorry. This is, this, this is so interesting. I'm trying to like keep on some kind of track, but this is, it goes everywhere. So what's your thoughts on Bluebeam? I guess, because I've, I've, I don't I've put know. out an interesting theory about it recently, and I'm still kind of convinced on this. I don't think aliens would use a spaceship with all of the reason the research I've been doing over the past three months. Um, I think a Stargate is much more likely. I don't think that they would need a spaceship for interstellar travel. Right. Mm. Okay. I, I don't want to sound like, uh, oh, what's his name? Alex Jones and be like, they're not space aliens. They're interdimensional. They travel and you don't even know it. <laughs> I don't but, think yeah. he's wrong, though. I don't think he's wrong. But I will say this, like my thought on, on Bluebeam, because you brought up Werner von Braun. And uh, what, I, what I've been saying is that with uh, we looked into this thing called the Raelian UFO sex cult. And it yeah. seemed weird to me when we were looking into them that they are very much into some normal sex culty stuff, including the founder having a 16 year old bride when he's in his forties. Yet the media has never said a bad word about them. 
In fact, everything I listened to said they're basically good. The only problem with them is that what they believe isn't real. And then I just happened to stumble across Bluebeam at the same time. And I'm thinking, if we're talking about projecting things onto the sky to convince people of a second coming, to convince people to join one world religion, which is talked about in the Bluebeam do- uh, documents, it seems plausible that it would be aliens because this seems like a normal belief of people is that whether they're religious or not, everybody kind of believes in aliens. And you're not wrong. But the, and like, lately, the government's been hinting more and more. Ah, eh, maybe there are. Maybe. Yeah, they're setting the stage for something. That's what I'm um, saying. I saw a, a MUFON report recently saying that by the end of the year, they expect the government to release something. They have some kind of inside knowledge that yeah. the government's going to release something by the end of this year, 2020. Well, they got to do it before the uh, January 6th hearing. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> the chat says CERN probably powers the Stargate. It probably it could. does. It could. Um, CERN could be used in some way to power something. I don't know what it is, but definitely it is causing a timeline shift. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, their whole thing is like portals. Maybe we could open a portal to another place. Maybe we could. Bring yeah. Do you, it, it, just kind of like investigating. Do you, do you really want to know what you you're going to find? Yeah. It's, it's not always going to be, you know, rainbows and butterflies on the other side of that portal there. What's funny about CERN is that they're constantly trying to say, we don't open portals, but we do open black holes daily. They're just mm-hmm. small. And it's like, so you do open portals. Like, you're saying you do. But then on the other hand, you're like, well, we don't, we're not doing that, but we kind of are, and we're proud of it, and it's really cool. We're doing it if you like it. Yes, that's yeah. what it if is. If you don't like it, we're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to time travel. Where are we at? Did we, oh, we hit- I remember. Oh, oh, I was going to talk about aliens for a second. Sure. <laughs> Because it does correlate with time travel. Um, It seems to me like all of the Abrahamic religions are bastardized stories of the Anunnaki. Like it just seems regional. They all seem to have the same point and the same stories. And there's at least a dozen Christ-like figures that predate Jesus Christ. So could the Anunnaki have come to earth uh, saw all of our natural resources and there is a being on the planet already that kind of resembles them and then they make an alien humid hybrid as a slave but then the Anunnaki leave for whatever reason leave their stargate behind or pieces of it and this being with half of their brain capacity so this is interesting because that's kind of what I was talking about before was the Raelian stuff is the, the idea behind the Raelians is that the earth was seeded by aliens and that every religion is one religion. And my thought with Bluebeam is that if that's if they're being friendly to someone like this, maybe that's what they're trying to get people to, to believe is that we all are aliens and all religions are related. I kind of look at it from a different angle of the Anunnaki thinking more of the Nephilim story, but it's, Abby wants to say something. So so you don't know, but my whole thing is like all of the pantheons are the same. Like it's just the same right. being rebranded over and over. Um, so the Anunnaki are the Sumerian. Yeah, Sumerian. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if George H. Bush is involved in time travel in the CIA and then becomes president, wouldn't he want to start a war with the country that possibly has the ancient Sumerian Anunnaki technology? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then Persian Gulf War happened, and then mm. his son becomes president, and we go back to war with him. Mm. 
Fascinating. Simple explanation is that they're oil tycoons and that those that region has a lot of oil. So that is their interest there. But also if Saddam Hussein is working on a Stargate or getting it working, then there, that would make sense that they would want to go get it. There's we another, have a veteran in the chat. I need confirmation. Yeah. There's another conspiracy Rob. too about the, the wars that uh, kind of relates to stuff we've talked about recently. And that is that all of these uh, countries that we've gone to war with over the last I don't know, 50 years or so, they didn't have a, uh, a centralized bank or national, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a federal, yeah. federal, a national to, bank, a national bank. They didn't have a national bank. And then they did just right after we went to war with them, Iraq and, uh, yep. Afghanistan and Vietnam and wherever. Ukraine. You, yeah. Ukraine, uh, you know, uh, money laundering never hurt anybody, I guess, except for all the people. <laughs> okay. Why would we, why would we exit if, if, if the technology is there, did we get it? And now we don't need to be there anymore. I don't know if it works. Possibly works. Possibly might need CERN in order to get it working. Oh my gosh. Okay, continue. Please continue. CERN did kind of build up this massive Hadron Collider while we were in the Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan yeah. conflicts. So that kind of lines up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we are through to the Persian Gulf War and the war in Iraq. Oh, uh, Persian Gulf War. Okay. Right after... Oh, that... That was the first time that the Twin Towers were hit by the yeah. truck bomb in 1992. They attacked the World Trade Center back then, remember? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Bush was one, president. That's one of the ones you forget. That's, yeah, that's Bush was president. They want you to forget that the way they want you to forget uh, World Trade Center 7. So Yeah. 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 The never forget. I, never, I, I didn't know about World Trade Center 7 until 2008. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about and this. I, I was alive then. I was watching it on TV. Nobody said nothing. We talked about this and I was an adult before I knew about World Trade Center 7. Like I had watched, you know, I was super patriotic. Like I would watch the stuff like never forget. You'd have all the memorabilia and you'd listen to the songs. You'd watch the news coverage every year. And I'm just like, I was nine, 10 when the World Trade Centers, I was 10. I was 10 when the World Trade Centers were hit. And I didn't know about World Trade Center 7 until I was like 20. I'm like, how is it yeah. like we're constantly told never forget, but also that one, forget that one. Like, don't I was I was 13 years old and I was red pilled on no, on uh, September 12th, 2001, when they tried to tell me that the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, uh, where the fuselage there was no fuselage to the plane. It, had, mm -hmm. it was completely, you know, disintegrated. Yeah. They found uh, the guy's ID and his handkerchief. No. Yes, yes. These blasts were, were big enough to melt steel beams, but not big enough to kill a passport. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> none of it makes sense. The Pennsylvania so as soon worse. as none of it made sense and they know who exactly who it was, yeah. I was like, no, this yeah. is wrong. The Pennsylvania, right. the Pennsylvania one's worse because it melted the entire fuselage, but there was a red handkerchief that didn't have a burn mark on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there was another uh, burning area six miles away from where they said the crash site was right so what was that was that just a piece of the plane that flew like what are we even looking at it looks like they just shot missiles into the forest well and then if you look into the pentagon it perfectly lines up with a missile and this hole is way too small to be a plane yep. okay yeah so anyway. while we're talking about 9-11 all the predictive programming all of the hints that it was going to happen in various media is that part of the time travel thing? Yes, because it doesn't just show up in the, uh, what's that called? Um, Back to the Future, 
it also shows up in Stanley Kubrick's next movie, which is The Walk. W-A-L-K. I sorry, I have an X. But in Back to the Future, he gives Doc Brown the letter. And then he says, what is the meaning of this? You'll find out in 30 years. That movie came out in eight, uh, 1985. And in 2015, Stanley Kubrick has a second movie called The Walk, where a guy is tight or, or tightrope walking between the World Trade Center. And it came out October 21st, 2015, exactly 30 years to the day of his first movie. And the main character is wearing the same costume as Marty does when he comes back to uh, 1955 in the second one. What so heck? he's doing the same <laughs> pose when he's on the World Trade Center. And then he uh, <clears throat> comes back to 1955. It looks it looks exactly like Marty. Okay. I mean, that could just be a correlation because it's the same director. But that's pretty nuts. That's you a said, lot. You said Stanley Kubrick. Did you mean Robert Zemeckis? We were talking. Yeah, Zemeckis. Sorry, Sorry. I was watching just, a documentary on Kubrick last night. I just wanted night. to make sure we had that right because I was like, I know Stanley Kubrick did not direct Back to the Future. And we were talking about the moon landing and yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got good. mixed up. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, Zemeckis made another movie about you know, possible time travel, possibly. And then meant to the, uh, Back to Men in Black 3, the time travel one. He has to jump off of a building to, cr uh, to reach a certain speed and then he's transported back in time. Could, could that be actually how they do it? Like they jump off of a very tall building? Wait, did you say, did you say Men in Black 2? Three. Three. That's the one. Okay, okay. I remember it was one of the men in black stated that. Yeah. Okay. How they time travel. Is yeah. They jump off, off of a... buildings to reach the speed and then he hits a button when he reaches the speed. And that's the Stargate. No, that's just a different form of time travel. So I don't know. Do Apparently the there's several different types. Uh, there's also a theory that it has to do with um, the energy on the planet like everybody has to be feeling the same thing at the same time and everyone knows where they were when jfk was shot oh everyone knows gosh. where they were when 2001 so everybody was looking at the same thing feeling the same thing and in the same state of mind so that could be what they do in order to get the uh, you know prepare for time travel this concept of these fixed points in time Mm -hmm. it, like, because in all these stories, there's a lot of the, like in Doctor Who, there are, there are things you can change and things you can't change. So the moments that everyone will remember enough to go back to, kind of coincide with the, that concept of a fixed point. Yeah, and then there's also fate. Mm. So if we are in a simulation, then certain things have to happen, and certain things can never happen. So if you are supposed to live, you will not be able to be killed, and. Is it odd that Epstein looks like Andrew Jackson and Andrew Jackson um, was, well, I think, what was he, the Washington Adams? He's one of the presidents. I can't remember. Um, but old Hickory got into a, a few duels as president. And he actually was the first president to escape an assassination attack because the, both of the guy's pistols misfired. And then, Andrew Jackson beat him with a with his cane. But hmm. if Epstein went back in time, became Andrew Jackson, oh and knew he couldn't die because he's not supposed to be on that timeline, 
would, wouldn't you get into a whole bunch of duels and just be like, screw you. I'll shoot you in your face. Like <laughs> there's no way you're going to win. So there's some other people in, in your uh, conspiracy board that look like some other uh, individuals. John Trump looks astonishingly like, um, uh, what's John, that guy's John name? McAfee, right? What's that? John, is it John McAfee? Is that who it was? No, McAfee looks no, like Ingersoll. Uh, Assange. Uh, Julian Assange. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why that would be. Like, I can't. The other thing is that Julian Assange is the same height as John Trump. Like, that's weird, too. Uh, um, and Trump. But McAfee, his, uh, he owns, a, he did own a company that's called Ingersoll Lockwood, Inc., which is the writer of the Baron Trump books. Yeah. And yep. Yep. And if you if you click around the page, there's hidden links that take you to government websites. Well, right on the front page, it's talking about DARPA and Space <laughs> Force and NSA. It's nuts. It's like not even a real company, but it's a website for a company that he owns that doesn't do anything. Right. Yeah, we had, we, we made a TikTok earlier today about John McAfee because there's all these crypto billionaires. OK, who've been yes. Dying. John McAfee. June of 2021, Epstein, yep. right? Yeah. And then there's another guy. I can't pronounce any of the names if I'm not looking at them. I'm gonna, another guy. I'm going to say this really quick. I had to edit your video and find the the links, and I'm listening to you say their names going, she says them right. I have no idea how to spell these. Took me a while. Which That's one? what I'm saying. Okay. Let me, Merce, uh, let me just pull up the document. Say something, and I couldn't figure out how to spell any of it, and it took me a while. Google's All like, right, I can't help you. Let's just do this. Okay. <laughs> so... John McAfee, June of 2021, that same summer, Marseille Popescu, another crypto billionaire, drowned while swimming in Costa Rica. Yep. This year, then, we had Nikolai Mushigi who drowned in Costa Rica. Uh, Puerto Rico. Early Puerto this Rico. month, Nikolai okay. Mushigin drowned in Port- Puerto Rico after tweeting that the CIA and Mossad were after him and going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then November 23rd, just a few days ago, Tian Tian Kalander dies in his sleep at 30. Mm-hmm. And then either today or yesterday, Vyacheslav Taran, another crypto billionaire, dies in a helicopter crash. Yep. The same month the FTX collapsed. Yep. I made a TikTok about this today. Oh, you did? Well, because you said, well, also you said um, uh, Jackson was, they tried to assassinate him. This was after he ter- uh, basically destroyed the idea of a nationalized bank. Yep. So they try to kill his, him. Uh, he, what he said on his deathbed was, I defeated the banks. Right. But I don't know why Epstein would want to do that. I can't find a correlation. I just like Andrew Jackson. Yeah. He's not the best person. <laughs> he, he definitely likes some bad stuff, but he's an interesting yeah. president. But I was just saying, like, it's funny because you've got all these deaths that have, you know, correlated to the banks. And now that we have a, a totally digital currency is the wave of the future. You're seeing all these deaths of people who don't want uh, centralized banking uh, w- when it comes to crypto. And then the one guy who wrote the legislation for centralized banking, biggest criminal in history. I saw a, a video today of them trying to, like, make it OK. They're like, well, can you just say you're sorry? And then, we'll, you know, they haven't extradited him yet. Like this whole SBF thing isn't over is my point. And it's just like fascinating watching it unfold. I know it's some side tangent, but. Well, it's it's like Jekyll Island again, right? Right. The bankers get together. Yeah. They write the legislation that regulates the banks, but really just helps them. Right. S- SBF writes the legislation to regulate crypto. Who is that going to benefit? And then everybody well, around him is dying and he's getting like these puff pieces still from people who are trying yep. to like rehabilitate his character. It's weird. 
the, the Jekyll Island meeting was just to get everybody on the same page because of um, uh, J.P. Morgan shorted the market in 1907 mm-hmm. and then created a panic. And they're like, we need to all get on the same page here before yeah. we create the Great Depression. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and sink the Lusitania. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yep. I know I know some people are like this this show is super unhinged. It is. The, the the board is crazy. There's a lot of conspiracies here. So I'm sorry if we're get, getting off on tangents, Maddie. Where do you want to take us next on your on your conspiracy board? Since we mentioned uh McAfee. Let's yeah. do it. Why doesn't anybody talk about his tweet saying that he's got 31 terabytes of Thank information you. on the government and if it's connected to a dead man switch in the uh where does he say? Uh, in a condo near 88th Street and Collins Avenue in North Miami Beach. 12, 12 hours after he uh, was found dead, that building fell. It just fell down. Remember, they I said remember it, that story. They and six months after it fell, they finally gave us an explanation that it was just structurally unsound. It had just gone through Hurricane Irma. Yeah. Like category three and five winds. And they're like, yeah, it was a piece of shit building. It just fell down. And just, That's part, not how and, that and happens. just part of it fell down, like just this section. Yeah, uh-huh. just the part with his penthouse. Yeah. Just the part that had John McAfee's penthouse within 12 hours after he said he had a dead man switch uh, if they killed him. Mm-hmm. That's not super shady or anything. You know, no. you know, there's no reason for the media to uh, say anything about it. Cactus says, I love how hingeless this episode is. It's a palate cleanser. And for context, we've just been covering like everything has been deep, dark pedophilia rabbit holes. So this is just, this is fantastic. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to stay away from 17. Are we allowed, what platform are we on? It's fine. <laughs> We're, we, the, so the whole reason, the whole reason we build our Rumble uh, channel the way we do, and we appreciate that, honestly, you guys have been awesome because lately we've been getting more numbers on Rumble than YouTube. And we like mm-hmm. being on all of them wherever it's easy for you guys to watch. But the reason that the Rumble platform is important to us is because then we can say anything and if we lose our YouTube platform, you still have some place to find us. So don't worry about it. Right. Right. Don't worry about it. Uh, Rob asked if you can bring up the building photo again, PJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got, uh, can I zoom How do I do this backwards? See if I can. Well, Oh, by the way, I asked Rob is Rob is a veteran of, um, military, the, the Iraq and Afghanistan. He, he was in the military and then he was a private contractor and he's hinted oh, wow. to us before that he's seen stuff. And I Is asked he a door kicker? Con- he was, yeah. I asked him to confirm that he was indeed looking for time travel, and he said he was just dodging IEDs. So that's... Uh, that sounds like a dodgy, dodgy yeah. answer there. Talking about Rob and North Arrow, I'm just going to take one quick second to say, I, if you guys have noticed my mug here, I'm drinking North Arrow coffee right now. This is the Christmas blend, and uh, Abby hasn't tried it yet, but it's fantastic. I still can't decide if I like that or the pepper, the candy cane blend better because they're both so good. But if you guys want to try out some fantastic coffee, uh, go to northarrowcoffee.co and use code PJ10 or use code Abby10 to get 10% off. It's just super good. I love this coffee. So, Yeah, I finished candy cane this morning. I, I'm like uh, finish one bag and then start another. I am too, uh, but when I, I got the, when I got the the nice gift package he sent us, I was like, I have to try both. So I, I don't normally open one bag till the other one's gone, but I had You're to. You're a so. much better at being a brand ambassador than I am. Just like, <laughs> everybody keeps asking me on Twitter. Have you tried the other one? No, because I'm terrible she, at this job. She is. All right. So anyway, Maddie, back to what you were saying. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, in the book, uh, the first book, 
Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey. He and Don take a trip to Russia to find a portal to a, Wait, another that's dimension. Actually, in there are portals in the Ingersoll Lockwood book. Yep. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I did not know that. So the, he and Don travel to Russia. Okay. And it just so happens that Russia, in 2018, can you see that? Yep. Uh, Putin gives Trump a soccer ball for no apparent reason. Like, here's a gift. It's a soccer ball. And he looks like he's happy to get it. Could that hold some, like, the codes? Like, pop open the soccer ball and, like, there's something. Well, yeah, soccer ball's a weird gift. I yeah. Say, like, it, it was a sentimental, like, when he was time traveling earlier, he left his soccer ball behind and he just returned it to him. <laughs> could be. I don't know. They could have been playing soccer somewhere and... Wouldn't that be In a crazy past. message, though, to be like, hey, you know, here's a soccer ball. And Trump looks at it and he's like, this is the soccer ball from when I was a kid. And it was destroyed. <laughs> like, how did he get this thing? You know, it's like basically <laughs> giving him a, a message like I have I have time trip travel capabilities. So, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just speculating. Okay, could but be. you said it was the it code. Okay, so anyway, keep going about the soccer ball and uh, the the. Oh no! Like that could. I, I'm just wondering what it was. Like yeah. I have all this stuff on my board or on my wall, and I have very little explanation for it. <laughs> like this <laughs> is weird. I'm putting it up there. Yeah. Um. So everything on your wall is a thing that is like that happened. That verifiable information. Got, mm -hmm. it. Got it. Which is why I haven't done my update to it yet because mm. I can't verify the George. Curious George story. Okay. Gotcha. Like it's all hearsay. So I can't find anything that would put George H. Bush in Massachusetts at that time, but he could have also been in Colorado. I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So what else do we got? And there's a third set of books. There's a third set of books. Yeah. Race around the world. Right. Yeah. Cause there, I was going to say there's three books with, with Baron Trump in it. So there's the one that I listened to, which is 1900, the last president. Yeah, and then that's the third book in the Ingersoll Lockwood series, right? And that's the shortest one. And then there's the other two, which is uh, the tr Baron's Underground Travels, or Marvelous like Underground Journey. Yeah, um, but Race Around the World is set in 1887, and it's about oh, I can't remember her name, but the the woman that uh, went around the world in 72 days. I can't remember her name. Okay, um, but that book wasn't written in 1897. It was written and published in 2017 so people that are sending it to me please stop um, <laughs> but uh, the thing that's weird about it is there's a lot of art in that book the race around the world that um ivanka trump is mirroring like with her mm -hmm. instagram posts like exact the exact photos so, so i don't know why we've talked about this before but it's like sometimes you just look at things and you're like, okay, it can't be a coincidence this many times. And it right. seems like people signal to each other. So like most recently we did Balenciaga and we talked about how you're not wearing a key on your neck because it's fashionable. The key on the neck means something to people who are in the know. And you know, a pineapple on your doorstep is means something to people who are in the know. Like, it, like those are, sorry, we're just talking specifically like kink stuff. And well, because we had to get into the Balenciaga stuff. My point is like, I was like, I, I don't know if they're talking about what I think they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, sometimes people, they, where they keep doing something and they keep signaling like something to you. It, it seems like after a certain point, it's like, okay, this can't be a coincidence anymore. So she's doing this on her Instagram with like pictures that look like they're from that book. 
they're exact recreations of the pictures of that book. And there's also, I, I can't remember if it's in that book or if it's just around that time period, there's a drawing of a train that says Trump on it. And there is a small boy in the window and the conductor kind of looks like um, Donald. So it's the Trump train with Baron in the window and Donald. So who knows? I don't, <laughs> I mean, it's, it exists. It, 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 it seems like, it seems like they're kind of like giving these nods like, Hey, maybe there's something to this. Yeah. That's weird. I don't think that Trump would be the time traveler. Yeah. There's people that disagree with me, but I think, go ahead. Who is it? If it's not Trump, I think it's possibly JFK jr. Let's get into the JFK jr. Stuff. Cause I've been waiting for that. What's uh, what's the connection with JFK jr. JFK jr. Was friends with Trump. That's very verifiable. He even did an interview before he died saying that, he believes that Trump would be president and that he would endorse him if he ever ran for president. And then he, uh, his plane crashes (laughs) and I think that they may have either put him into hiding or that he went back in time because if you know the John Tidor story, you know, do you know about that? No, explain the John Tidor story. I know the JFK stuff. He was running against a certain person with a list of a lot of dead people's names on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But John Tidor is a theory from early 2000s of a guy that claimed to be from 2036 and had to travel back in time to 1975 to get a, an IBM computer that had a special coding um, program in it that they didn't even know about in 1975. And he needed that in order to go back to the future in order to stop like a nuclear war or something of that nature. But he also said that he had to stop in 1999 to visit family. And then he started posting on 4chan for some crazy reason, um, saying that he, you know, the whole story, but would it be possible that (laughs) JFK jr survived the, the, you know, the plane, a crash or whatever in the original timeline and then decides to go back to 1975 to get that thing, then goes to 1999 to talk to Trump and himself and say that they're going to try and assassinate you. And then the military was on Nantucket the day of the assassination, or sorry, the day of the plane crash, which makes no sense because the military has no responsibility to the family members of a ex-president. And the plane that crashed... Um, the pictures of it were not the same pictures as JFK's plane. In fact, the call letters from his plane are still in use in a plane that flies in a Q shape. What? The plane flies in the air <laughs> in the shape of, of a Q. Yeah. It flies in a Q pattern. Cause also like, let me pull this up. Cause I, I saw one of your TikToks about this and people pointed this out to me before. So it's, it's JFK's grave. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, I that one fell off the wall. Oh, did it? Why why did it fall off the wall? Because my tape sucks. I can't oh, work I this thing. You, I'm sorry. I thought you meant it. You took it off the wall. No, so, it just fell down. Uh, I it just find, fell down. It was the Illuminati. <laughs> it was. Uh, I want to see if I can find this picture for people because I've heard a lot of people bring this one up. The shape. It looks of, like a Q. Yeah, it looks like a Q. And uh, oh, Princess Di's uh, tomb looks like a Q as well. I did not know that. 
Okay, yes. was slight rewind. Is the person you were talking about who flew around Amelia Earhart? Were you talking about Amelia Earhart? No, 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 not Amelia Earhart. Uh, I can't remember her name. It's Race Around the World, 19, 1987, and she okay. did it in 72 days. Okay, so so we're not tying in the Amelia Earhart uh, conspiracy. Nah, she like crashed. <laughs> she just crashed. It wasn't anything weird. Okay. Here's Princess Diana's grave. It's less convincing of a cue than JFK's grave, though. Right. You have to stretch to get that yeah. one, but I don't. I don't it's, think it's I like see you it. don't make the connection to this one without JFK's. Right. JFK's is undeniably in the shape of a cue. Like that's just, yeah. It just is. It's an absolute cue. Yeah. Now I thought QAnon was a psyop. Yeah, I thought it was too. But uh, let's let's hold off on <laughs> on that until next month. Okay. <laughs> it it deeply the Q theories deeply resemble the uh, psyop that was used in 1905 during the Bolshevik Revolution in right. the Moscow paper. Right. Mm. It's way too close for that to that for me to be comfortable. And the point of that psyop was to get the population to just sit and not do anything because the white hats were See, were working on yep. the problem. I've been saying this about the Q thing for a while. It's like it, it feels like a psyop for that same reason. But also in 2020, it felt like it was trying to incite everybody. And I'm yeah. like, if they start red pilling everybody so drastically, so quickly, like it, it, it would be very, very bad. Well, well, let me put it this way. I've thought it was more like this. I felt like there's always been truth in this. This is the one thing where I'm not going to disagree with the Q people. There's parts of it that are true. It's that it feels like if you're going to do a good psyop, you give people enough truth so that way they believe the whole bundle and then you can get them to believe anything that you say. And that's how, yep. to me, Q has always felt like a psyop. It's like people will argue with you, well, isn't this part true? Isn't this part true? I'm like, yes, but also Trump didn't become president again in August of 2020. Or what I kept telling you know people I mean? in 2020 was like, they want everybody inside. Let's work on that. Right. They want everybody inside. The why is probably not to change the batteries in the surveillance birds. Like, that's probably not why they want us on side. So let's stop talking you. about it. How dare you come on my podcast and question <laughs> the narrative? Okay, anyway, please continue. Sorry, for people who don't know, we just released a Are the Birds Real episode to our locals channel, and it's kind of Abby's brand. So it's kind of funny. But. Oh, I have a, I did a video of that too. It's happened. It, Probably how I got red pilled. Yeah, I I, was, yeah. I think I did see that one. Played like the one I have seen. Yeah, I messed up the sound on that one. But yeah, my dad um kind of ruined my world when I was trying to tell him that the CIA did not kill all the birds and use them as surveillance. And he's like, "Well, look at this," and it, he gave me a picture printed out from like AOL or somewhere uh, with a 1970. The CIA used pigeons with like cameras strapped to him. Abby saw He's it because like, I sent it to her. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, that was oh, okay. a good video. Yeah. So he real, was like, can, can this guy come on our podcast? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're the first like guest for like a full, like normal episode, by the way. So this has been a lot oh. of fun. Um, I want to say something really quick. So obviously with, with this, I could go in a million directions. We could all go in a million directions. A lot of stuff that I still want to get to, but uh, for the audio only listeners, I want to keep this a little bit shorter and uh, be able to move over to Rumble and, and ask questions and kind of dive into some different stuff. So uh, for what I would say is maybe take five minutes, explain whatever it is that you want uh, about the conspiracy that we're going to put out for the audio listeners that's on YouTube. And then we can move over to Rumble and just go go completely unhinged for a while. All right. So you want the bullet points? Yeah, let's do okay. it. All right. So 
Books written in 1890s predict 2020 Donald Trump's uh, presidency. The only way for that to happen would be Nikola Tesla was friends with John Trump. John Trump got all of Nikola Tesla's information on time travel. And then, of course, all this stuff happens throughout American history. But that leads us to Donald Trump, who may have either had information or the ability to send information back in time. So all of this, including the Back to the Future movies and several movies throughout the let's say the 70s all the way to uh, 2000 predict the 2001 terrorist attack. How is that possible? That guy. That's the only possibility I have for it is that Nikola Tesla actually did find a way to travel through time. And there's a battle between the Trumps and the Bushes. Good versus evil. I don't know who's going to win. And I don't know if uh, Trump is actually good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Abby? Okay. Where did the, Cl- uh, where are the Clintons? Uh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Evil, obviously, but yeah, no. <laughs> Bill Clinton met Hillary Clinton in 1971 at Yale university. Oh, of course. And he was mentored by George H. Bush, who had a father like son relationship with him. So mm-hmm. every president for the past 30 years has been involved with the Bushes because Obama, his father is a part of Union Oil Company, which is owned by Zapata Oil Company, which is George H's oil company. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah. The Bushes have always been really friendly with the Obamas in a way they never were with the Trumps. I always found well, that pretty telling. The JFK assassination the the Kennedy assassinations benefited Hillary, right? That's how she. Yeah. uh, John Jr. was going into politics and was going up against Hillary for the Senate. Right. And he had dirt on her with, it's super easy to get dirt on her, but uh, don't talk about it. (laughs) Well, when you have a server in your closet. Yeah. Apparently it's not super easy to hang on to yourself after you get it. (laughs) It's, yeah, you just people just get really won't be dep- alive you know, for very long. What happens is they just they get the information, they just get really depressed for some reason. I don't know. So depressed. Yeah, and that their uh, they their close the family lawyer twice. or yeah. confidant or something like that was just found uh, dead of an apparent gunshot wound to the chest, but also hanging by the neck in a tree with a no right. shotgun around. Right. Yeah. But it was a suicide. Yeah. Yeah, it seems normal for suicides. He shot himself while hanging from a tree, kind of like the guy that put um, Nancy Pelosi's laptop from the January 6th riot mm-hmm. on eBay. And mm-hmm. then he was found in his basement with a gunshot wound to the chest. But the only firearm in his house was locked in a gun safe when the police got there. Did yeah. it fall up a window or out a window from the basement? I don't know. And then they saw David DePape smashing a window and jumping out of the building and running away. <laughs> all the people who they're like oh on january 6th all these people died well one of them you shot directly and the rest killed themselves for some reason yeah but and there was a SWAT team standing behind her and a camera team too yeah well yeah, there was a tactical team literally yeah. 10 feet away from her why did he shoot her in the neck like it doesn't make any sense right yeah never get an answer it's fine no. 
No, it's still like right, the Vegas sorry. shooting. We'll never get an answer. Anyway, let's get a little bit more unhinged over on Rumble. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Maddie. This has been a lot this of fun. This is awesome. No problem. So, good times. Real quick, while we're uh, while we're closing out, did you have any thoughts you want to give uh, anybody? And then I'll drop that link in the in the chat for people on uh, YouTube if they want to head over to Rumble and continue talking with us. Yeah, Maddie I can. Ice on TikTok. Yep. Yeah, Maddie Ice Ranch on TikTok and then Maddie Ice 87 on Rumble. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Cool. And I'm also on Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel. They're all variations of Maddie Ice. Cool. So if you search Maddie Ice, you're probably gonna find me. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys over on Rumble. And uh if you're if you're not there, then we will see you guys next Wednesday at 7:03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless everyone. <laughs>